it was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirrel retelling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. You need to highlight your stuff. What are you doing? Marking when I'm supposed to talk so I know when I can drink. Well, you should have done that earlier because it's time for <laughs> Podcast 42. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. I'm John Lennon. <laughs> and I'm Laura. Hi. <laughs> and tonight we are going to be talking about Elton John. Not John Lennon? Not John yeah. Lennon. Not tonight. Another night for John Lennon. Or maybe, maybe the Beatles. Or maybe just George Harrison. I don't know. I want the Ringo Starr show. <laughs> I was <gonna> say. <laughs> no, the Pete Best Hour. Oh my god. I was thinking goodness. we just do Ringo Starr's All Star Band. Yeah, that would be good. Ringo Starr's greatest hits. We can go hits. through all of McCartney's bands. Wings. Paul McCartney and Wings. <laughs> Paul McCartney. No Wings. No, no Wings. wings. <laughs> Paul McCartney and the Chicken Wings. That was my favorite version. <laughs> Training <Done>. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's open up the beer cooler first. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler enough to drink. It's cooler enough to drink. Yeah. This is a very colorful label. What did you bring? I brought from Tampa Bay Brewing Company, Twisted Strawberry Fest. It's an effervescent golden ale brewed with strawberry and lime that we probably should have opened before the show. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yes. Chris. We are so prepared today. <laughs> Family owned. Yeah. And Florida brewed. They actually have a restaurant in Ybor City in Tampa that has really good food. Yeah. Nice. Did we say that it was a fruited ale? Yeah. It's a well, it's... golden ale brewed with strawberry and lime. It's a fruited ale. Just like Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sir fruited L. <laughs> so fruited L to you. All right, well, stay tuned to the end of the show, and we'll tell you what we think of this um, first sip so far. It's nice and light. Interesting. Going to chase that with a high lie. The official beer podcast the 42. The official beer podcast 42. <laughs> Shameless plug. But right now, get out your pens and papers. It's pop quiz time. And this pop quiz is called... I couldn't find a seat for the new Elton John film. I'm still standing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These are always my favorite. I'm not gonna lie. I love a good pun, so these I love. I, I this is what I get excited for every week. <laughs> really? Because yes. Laura has yet to crack a smile on any of these. I can honestly say I think that's your best one yet. Or, oh boy! I just watched Elton John's new stand-up act. It's a little bit funny. (laughs) 
It's a little bit funny. <laughs> That's a line from an Elton it's John song. A little Thanks, bit funny. I know. Okay. It wasn't inside. a little bit funny. I'm still standing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my favorite song to drink to. I'm still this is five general knowledge facts on Elton John in order of the easiest to the hardest to test your knowledge. Score one point for each correct answer. Question number one. What was Elton John's first number one single? And I wrote, what was Elton John's first number one signal? <laughs> like he was Batman or something. <laughs> Hint, this is an Elton John song. <laughs> Not like that trick Bruce Springsteen question. No. We should do a Bruce Springsteen episode. I'm too. okay with that. Question number two. As of May 2018, how many solo albums has Elton released? Oh, man. If these are the easy ones, I'm screwed. I think these are all going to be hard. <laughs> you said from easiest to hardest. Yes, this is the hard, easiest, hardest ones to the hardest, hardest ones. I'm just guessing on everything. Me too. Question number three. What rapper did Elton score a number one single with in 2004? Hint, it's not who you think it is. But what if it is who I think it yeah. is? <laughs> That's not a very good hint, Chris. Hint, it's not a rapper that he performed with at the Grammys. Well, then I'm See, glad I didn't write that one down. Okay. I'm glad I have an eraser. I'm so. leaving it. Probably the only rapper I... I'm leaving it? Yeah, I'm leaving the answer the I wrote. Rapper. Okay, that's the new rapper. Uh, MC, I'm leaving it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Hint, it's not MC Scat Cat. I don't know. <sighs> I love Scat I'm Cat. I'm too white for this question. He <laughs> <laughs> took two steps forward. You listen to more rap than I do. I know. And you're married to a black man. I know. What? But he doesn't count. He's no, he Asian. doesn't count. I listen to more rap than he does as well. <laughs> That's actually really true. Yeah. He listens to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was saying most of the time whenever he like does listen to quote unquote rap, it's just so he can go, hey, ha, hey. And I was like, I don't even so know what So he listens to a right lot of DMX. Say, <laughs> <laughs> hey, doesn't the Backstreet Boys do that too? Probably. Yeah. Question four. Who starred in the video for Elton's song, I Want Love? I didn't even know that was a song. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. Was that his number one? Should I go back and change my answer? When did to that the first song question? come out? That song came out in, I don't know, an eight. All right, we're going with this because I, I wrote it down. The song came out, I would say, based on who the answer is, the song came out at least after 1990. I'm going with this one. That's right. Me too, because he's not in enough things. Can we do an Aerosmith one? I know Alicia Silverstone was hey, in that's three my videos. Stop it. <laughs> and question number five. Bruce Springsteen. Elton played piano on what Holly song in 1960? And what what? Holly song. As in like Buddy Holly song? Nope. The Hollies. Oh, dear God, I didn't even know that was a band. <laughs> it's not only a band, but it's a inedible berry that you can't eat during Christmas. That's not a hint. <laughs> no, that was not helpful at all. 
I have all of my answers wrong. You don't know that. Oh, I know. Including the first one? Yes. Lots of writing going on. I know. I'm already done writing. The title of the song has six words in it. Oh, no. I have six words! <laughs> I doubt it's right, but I just stop looking at mine. I'm like, I don't even think I know what that is. <laughs> it, good, because I don't... It's, it's, it's a thing now. That's what it is. It's now a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number one. What was Elton John's first number one single? Laura. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Jail. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Sabrina. I put your song. Don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Nobody told me. Nobody knows the answer. Nope. Nope. At- I was a <laughs> <laughs> As of May 2018, how many solo albums has Elton released? Jail. 14. Sabrina. Eight. Eight? <laughs> Laura. Sixty-nine. Nice. <laughs> the correct answer is 30. 30 solo albums. It's a Eight. 38. <laughs> it's right there on my paper. Can't 38. <laughs> He's had an awful lot of number one hits for only having. They're just eight really albums. long records, Chris. I guess so. <laughs> Question number three: What he makes rapper? Makes the most out of his space. Just think, they didn't, nobody <laughs> skipped on those eight tracks. <laughs> I'm still standing. <laughs> Question number three: What rapper did Elton score a number one single with, single with in 2004? Laura. MC, I'm leaving it because I wrote Eminem. Oh. Jail. <laughs> Kanye West. Sabrina. 50 Cent. <laughs> 50 Cent. Tupac. The answer is Tupac. He's still what? alive. We all know <laughs> he's still alive. <laughs> Do we know what song that was? Uh, I did, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> Way to go, Chris. It's right next to the next question on what year it came out. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was one of those that, you know, he collaborated with... Vaulted Tupac. Mm. Cryo. Cryo Tupac. Cryo Tupac. <laughs> Hologram Tupac. Yes. And number four. Who starred in the video for Elton's song, I Want Love? Sabrina. Boy George. Boy George? <laughs> Is he even still relevant? Does it matter? In the 90s? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Boy George. I like it. Jail. Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Same question. Is he even still relevant? Yeah, Does they're making a cocoon reboot. Or are they making Police Except Academy? Except he's the Wilford Brimley role. 78. <laughs> no, we're on to 79. Laura? I wrote Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. It is Robert Downey Jr. I was close. You were not close. <laughs> I was closer. I think Both Laura were big was, in the 80s. Laura was the closest she actually had an actor. An actor. Who was yours again? Steve Gutenberg. Oh, yeah. Did you never watch Police Academy? Is he still relevant? Have you ever seen Boy George in public? That's a lot of acting. That's a lot of makeup. <laughs> That's a lot of makeup. <laughs> I think Steve Gutenberg should play in Boy George's autobiography, Autopic. As that member of the of Culture Club. And they can call it three, are they a men or a, I don't know. <laughs> it was going somewhere and then it didn't. And we lost it. 
Question number five. Elton played piano on what Holly song in 1960, Laura? That Thing You Do. That oh, Thing You Do. that's a good do. one. Nice. Mm-hmm. From okay. a fictional band, isn't that? From a fictional band? That was the Oneiders. I think it was. I don't think that was a real band. <laughs> the Oneiders. The Oneiders. Real band. However, Tom Hanks was a real record producer, so. Jail. Inagata DeVita. Inagata oh, DeVita. Sabrina. Stand up and kiss under me. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you said it's also a non-edible plant. Well, you no, the holly. Right, holly. Stand up and kiss under me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That wasn't a clue. That was just a little factoid. It's six words. <laughs> it is, he ain't heavy, he's my brother. I'm still closest. No, that thing you do totally won that one. Oh. It's only four words. I don't care. <laughs> that thing you do by the holly. <laughs> that is six words. baby. <laughs> I think that's the worst pop quiz performance <laughs> that has ever been put on on this show. Oh, I threw away the quiz no. before reading the sources because I was so disgusted. I think it's our funniest quiz we've done in a while. It was a hard quiz. I'll, I'll grant <sighs> that. The sources for the script was theguardian.com, and that was actually an article written by Elton John himself, songfacts.com, time.com, yunk.org, <laughs> wnc.org, youdiscovermusic.com, billboard.com, Behind the Music featuring Weird Al Yankovic, Refinally29.com, independent.co.uk, and popsugar.com. We had to use a lot of .coms because he's got some books coming out, but they don't come out till October. We can't do any book sources for him. Like he knew he was going to get lampooned tonight. <laughs> well, one week after his movie comes out. Yeah. Or a week and a half. You know, it's been one week since you looked at me. I'm just saying, JL. <clears throat> I can't wait till we do our Bare Naked Ladies episode. <laughs> naked. Bare Naked. But the sad thing is, the only other line to that song I know is Chinese chicken, chicken. It's chickity China. Chickity China, the Chinese, Chinese chicken. chicken. I don't even know that line. You have the drumstick Chick- in your brain starts ticking. Yeah, that line. That's the one I know. Watching X-Files with no lights, lights on. on. With Donna Mays on. on. I hope that the boogeyman's in this one. We're not doing very like naked Harrison ladies Ford, tonight. Like Harrison Ford, you're getting frantic. frantic. Like Sting, your tantric. <laughs> well, aren't you guys the bee's knees? <laughs> but how do we do on that quiz? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, can you just ask me, bare naked lady? If you get three of us together, we could all do one week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris does the chorus. We fill in the rest. Yes. No, he doesn't even know that. He just knew Chickity China, the, the Chinese, Chinese chicken. chicken. And he said that wrong. No, I, the only thing I knew was it's been one week since JL looked at me. <laughs> it's actually been two. It has been two. All right, well, I'm going to apologize for all my voices right off the bat. I'm not. I want them to be just the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be amazing. Well, let's head to Elton John's 50-story mansion. Is it really 50 stories? I sure. don't know. I'm I just... haven't been there recently. <laughs> he was doing an addition the last time I was there. <laughs> I imagine it's 50 stories and covered in feathers. It's 50 stories because he collaborated with 50 Cent. <laughs> it's Fitty. actually a big baby grand piano mansion. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. That should be the shape of his swimming pool. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Steps to go in are the keys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elton, when you build that, I want to go. Ha, ha, ha.
Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Count the headlights on the highway. Oh, Elton. If only you could be a tiny dancer. If I was, I would dance on top of an M&M. The regular ones. Not the peanut ones, because the regular ones would be more impressive. David, the doorbell, love. David, can you get the bloody door? David? David! Knights, do not answer doors. It's the knighthood handbook. It's in it. Where are you? Oh, never mind. I'll get it myself. I'm coming. Let me just put this feather boa down. Boy, took you long enough. Listen here. I'm Sir Elton John. I'll answer the door in whatever time frame I want to. Oh, right. Knights don't answer doors. I knew that. It's in the handbook. Where's David? My husband? I do not know. Probably playing director or something. He thinks he's a filmmaker. Oh, right then. I've got a rather large package for Sir Elton John. Oh, really? Yes, it's right here. See this box? Oh, well, what is it? It's a rather large parcel in the shape of a mirror, and it's from the Mirror Mirror on the Wall, Mirror Maker and Apple Orchard Company. Well, that sounds exciting. I wonder what it could be. I don't know. Just sign here. Here you go. Thank you. By the way, has anyone told you you have the most beautiful blue eyes? Oh, why? Thank you. It's not every day that... Hmm. I wonder who sent this to me. It's so big. It's a mirror. David, where are you? I need help hanging this mirror. David? Elton, Elton John, I am a magic mirror. Oh my gosh, you talk. I do talk, and I can show you your past. But watch this. I'll just hang myself on the wall. Let's just move this windy candle thingy aside and this rather unrealistic looking in the genital statue of a nude man eating grapes on a dinosaur. That's really weird, by the way. Where'd you get that? Oh, never mind. And we need to move this portrait of you and the queen eating spaghetti at Buca de Beppo. Okay, done. I look good in you, Mia. But I can't believe you are talking. I am a magic mirror, like I said. I can show you your past. Just read out loud the words I display on my glass. Oh, let me see. What do I want to see first? I know. Mia, show me me mom and dad when I was a little boy. Hold on. <clears throat> oh my. Are you okay, Mia? Oh, yes, yes. Magic gives me indigestion. Okay, read the words. Mirror, mirror on the wall. What am I going to choose? I guess that's why they call it the blues. Time on my hands could be spent with you. Laughing like children, the song that made me a billion. Oh, I see my dad, Stanley Dwight, and my mom, Sheila Eileen. Shh, just watch. Reginald Kenneth Dwight. That's me. 
I know you want to pursue a career in music, Reggie. But you just got A's in all your examinations from Redford. You have a great future ahead of you. You should consider becoming a flight lieutenant in the Royal Air Force like myself. Or maybe banking. Banking is fun and everybody likes lollipops. But mom, but dad, you both have a background in music. That's true. I was a trumpet player with the Bob Miller Band. We played for all the military dances except for the Space Force dances. Mostly because Space Force doesn't exist at this time. And in space, no one can hear you play taps. And I collected records. It was my record collection that is the problem of your new folly of becoming a musician. Damn you, Elvis Presley. Damn you, Bill Haley and his comets. Sheila! You got the boy a piano lessons after hearing him play on your mother's piano. Well, he was playing Winifred Atwell's The Skater's Waltz by ear. That's no excuse. I don't care at age 11 that our son won a junior scholarship to the Royal Academy of Music. He could have also won a scholarship to the Royal Academy of Banking if he tried. Or maybe making lollipops for banks. Reggie, you could be a sucker maker. I remember that, Mia. My parents did not want me to go into the music business. It's kind of where I got my love for flamboyant clothes and looks came from. It was my way to rebel from my restrictive childhood. Hold on, Elton. There is more. I want a divorce, Sheila. I can't take that you're such a free spirit. You know what? I'm going to marry a local painter named Fred Fairbrother. Well, if you're going to remarry, I say, remarry local. Well, he will be caring and supportive stepfather, and Reggie will affectionately refer to Jim as Durf, where we will live in flat number 1A in an eight-unit apartment building called Frome Court, and Reggie can write songs that will, la- that will launch his career as a rock star. Whatever, dear. You go do that. I'm going to have some tea, which is the British thing to do. <laughs> All right, you do that. Durfy, dear, why don't you tell us what you did to help Reggie? I love when you call me Durf. Well, I helped Reggie get a job as a weekend pianist at the Northwoods Hills Hotel. He simply billed himself as Reggie, which is weird because his name was Reggie. Anyway, he played the cool stuff by Ray Charles and such as well as his own songs. Then he formed a band shortly after that he called Bluesology. By the day, they were errand boys, and by the night, they played gigs at hotel bars. Eventually, they backed bands like the Isley Brothers, Major Lance, and Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells. I remember that. Mick, can you show me how I choose my name next? Yes. Hello. I'm the saxophonist for Bluesology. My name is Elton Dean. Aye, and I be the vocalist. My name is Long John Baldry. Now walk the plank. Wait, do you have any hush puppies? So what? You just merged two names of your former bandmates together? That's the story? Oh yes. I guess it wasn't that exciting to look back on after all. But I did add Hercules as my middle name. Hercules! 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 Stop that. Hercules. <laughs> Mia, do not forget who you're talking to. I am a knight, after all. 
Oh, yes. So sorry. Stop that, Sir Elton. That's better. You know, I could not have done anything without Bernie Toppin. Dear, dear Bernie, we go way back. All the way back to the beginning of my career. Meh, show me my Bernie. All right, just say the words, Elton. Meh, meh, on the wall. Bernie and the Jets. Hey, Elton, come here. I got something to show you. What is it, Mr. Williams? Did I pass my audition for Liberty Records? I was very excited when I saw your ad in New Musical Express magazine. So, did I make it? Please, please, call me Ray. And no, you didn't quite make the cut for what we're looking for. At least not yet. But I did want to pass along this envelope of poems for you to look over. They're from a guy named Bernie Toppin. Sorry, I couldn't help you with more than that at the moment. Thanks. We wrote our first song together when we met in 1967. It was called Scarecrow. And it was about farms and scarecrows. And Bernie used the word, oh, a lot. Because he liked the word, oh. I can see why. It's so useful in so many situations. Like, oh. I didn't know your dress was on fire. Or, oh. I can't make it to dinner tonight because my dress is on fire. Or even, oh. I should probably stop talking about my dress being on fire and do something about it. Also, I really liked what a tambourine could bring to a song. Oh, that's really great, Elton. Let's check back in on Bernie. It's just you and I, Elton. You writing the music to my lyrics, you really just get me. I mean, you took the top bunk, and I took the bottom, which is crazy, because I always thought you were a bottom type of guy. But anyways... As I was saying, we have a great non-sexual love affair. Just the two of us. Good night, boys. Just the two of us and your mum. Night, boys. Just the two of us and your mum and Durf. This really is a tiny flat for all these people. Thank goodness we're working so hard on getting out of here. Me writing lyrics in a back bedroom, you fitting all my words to beautiful melodies in front of an upright piano in another room. It's kind of weird that we can't be in the same room writing things, isn't it? But it works for us. That's how we do it. My lyrics, your song. Your song. Hmm. That gives me an idea. Elton. Elton. That's all right. I'm kind of tired of myself. I'll get some sleep now and just write it in the morning over breakfast. And you know what? He did. When he gave me the lyrics, it was stained with coffee. Which is weird because we're British. It should have been stained with baked beans, tea, and regret of our forefathers. So, that whole time was just sort of a stream of consciousness thing, was it? Pretty much. Bernie would write whatever he felt, and I would be, and I would jerry-rig it into a song. It was working fine. However, we were just spinning our wheels playing on other people's records. Bernie said that we needed to be performing in America. I didn't want to perform in America, but Bernie insisted. Look at us now, Elton. We are the saviors of rock and roll in America. We went from being nobodies to Brian Wilson for the Beach Boys hanging out in our dressing room. Our dressing room. We weren't even California girls, we were British blokes. Bernie, don't forget about me, John Reed. 
Elton's manager and first gay lover. We know, John. We know. I just didn't want anyone to forget. I'm Elton John's first gay lover. Right. Got it. Gay lover. That's me, gay, 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 right to the bone. That all happened in a span of three weeks. It was crazy. I remember writing in my diary at the time. Woke up, watched Grandstand, wrote Candle in the Wind, went to London, bought Rolls Royce, Ringo Starr came for dinner. It's a miracle I held it together as long as I did. Are you talking about your new love? Let's look at that. Cocaine! Give me all the cocaine! I didn't say I was proud moment of my life. I was working so hard that I didn't have too much time to think about it. I was always on tour making a new album. All eight of them. (laughs) Of course, when I did go off the rails, that happened like a missile as well. I was a real rocking man. We know. Remember what I just showed you? Well, that was anything but PG-13. But I haven't led a PG-13 life. It's not like after every gig I'd quietly gone back to my hotel room with only a glass of warm milk and the Gideon's Bible for company. No one forced me to do drugs and drink. In fact, more than a few people tried to warn me I was out of control. It took a fairly huge effort to get yourself noticed for taking too much cocaine in the music industry of 1970s L.A., But I was clearly prepared to put the hours in. But you had people who cared for you. People who were concerned for you. Maybe we should revisit that. Elton, read the words on my glass. If I must. Mirror, mirror on the wall. When I was down, I was your clown. I gave you my heart. Every redemption has a start. Damn. I put myself in rehab again. Bernie! So glad you came to visit. Elton, this is this has to stop. I let you have your costumes and your weird glasses and your crazy hats, but your cocaine and drinking has to come to an end. Okay, Bernie. You're right. I will stop on one condition. Elton, I know what you're going to say. No, you don't. Elton. Come on. You know it's a good song. Come on, Bernie. Let me record the song and I'll give you I'll give up cocaine for good. Fine. Thanks, Bernie. Now there will be no more breaking of anyone's heart. Sing with me, Bernie. Ooh, ooh. Nobody knows it. When I was down, I was your clown. Don't go breaking my heart. Okay, Elton, let's check you out of here. Bernie stuck with me, and he was relieved and happy when I finally got help. But I don't remember that quite happening that way. Well, I took a few liberties. I didn't know you could do that. Speaking of things I didn't know you could do, you married a woman in 1984. Her name's not important. Um, what do you mean, Mia? Let's take a look. 
Read the words, Elton. Mirror, mirror on the wall. So goodbye, yellow brick road. Even though I like men, I married my sound engineer and friend. Oh, this is a lovely Indian restaurant you took me to, Elton. Yes, it is, and our busboy is so hot. Are you talking about Roel? Oh, no, of course not. I only have blue eyes for you, darling. Marry me. Yes, of course. We will marry at St. Mark's Anglican Church in Darlinghurst in Sydney, Australia. I'll wear a white silk and lace wedding gown and a gold heart-shaped pendant featuring 62 diamonds. And I will wear the same thing. What? Oh, nothing. And I will give you a baby stroller as a wedding gift. Mom, what are you doing here? Just hoping for grandbabies. Since you said you were bye-bye sexual to Rolling Stone, I was worried I would never have any grandbabies. I didn't realize you hated sex so much. What are you talking about? Your mom is daft. She thinks you are a bye-bye sexual. Yes, someone who said bye to sex, as in, I don't want it. Bye-bye sex. No, Mom. I told Rolling Stone I was a bisexual. That means I like men and women. Oh, well, that's silly. But I, I am relieved that there is a chance for grandbabies. You do know how to make grandbabies, right? Mom! Four years of marriage and then we got divorced. At the time, I thought, I've had enough boyfriends. And that's not made me happy, so I'll have a wife. That will change everything. And I loved Renette. She's a great girl. I really loved her. But you know, it is one of the things I regret most in my life, hurting her. I'm glad you know her name. Well, she moved to the country and ate a lot of peaches and was never seen again in the public eye. Yes, but Mia, let me see happier things now. All right, Elton, read my glass. Mia, Mia on the wall. and just offer me the lead in the Who's Tommy. Rod Stewart, I wouldn't touch it with a barge pole, dear. My agent offered it to me and it looked like a big mess. Uh, I think you're right, Ellen. That could be career suicide. Ellen, this is Pete Townsend. Rod Stewart just turned down the role of Pinball Wizard and Tommy. Are you sure you're not interested? Pete. You're calling me personally to offer me the role. I would say that would be career suicide. Not to accept. I couldn't possibly say no twice. You would have to be an idiot to turn something like that down. Again. <coughs> you bitch. Mayor, while I do admit that I have spent a significant portion of my life trying to deliberately annoy Rod Stewart. That time was completely accidental. No, it wasn't. He might be a little sore at me, but not all relationships with other singers were as tumultuous at Rod's as mine. That's right. You and John Lennon had a pretty strong relationship, didn't you? I'd say so. Him and Yoko made me the godfather to Sean. Could we take a look at one of our first collaborations? Just say the words. Whatever gets you through the nights, it's all right. It's all right, at least. John and I never had a fight. I'll keep fiddling with this song, but it's not coming out quite right. <laughs> Elton! What are you doing here? Just in the neighborhood. Thought I'd zap by. 
heard your song. Uh, I think I could put a bit of piano to that. Sure. Love it. You know, I don't think I've ever seen you play before. You really are a great musician. The way you're keeping up with, up with the rhythm changes and adding to such a loose track. Thank goodness I'm not just a pretty face. You know, I can sing, too. Well, let's have you lay down some harmonies. Can you play the organ by chance? Yes, but I'm the worst organist. That's all right. It's not like that's going to make a difference for me. You know, I'm the only Beatle that hasn't achieved a number one single. I mean, Ringo's head, too, and he's not even the best Beatle. He's not even the second best. Careful. I bought a Rolls Royce and then had dinner with Ringo not that long ago. Fair. But what I'm trying to say is, it's not really going to matter how well your organ skills are. It won't make a difference. Imagine, only made it to number three on the billboards. Make your deal. If this song, whatever gets you through the night, makes it to number one on the billboards, you come and join me on stage at New York's Madison Square Garden at my Thanksgiving show. Deal. And you know what? When whatever gets you through the night made it to number one, I gave him a ring to remind him of our bet, and to his credit, he showed to my concert and sang on stage with me. That was pretty awesome of him. That ended up being the last live performance John Lennon did before he was killed. Speaking of performances that killed, didn't you and Eminem do a song together? We did. That was kind of a controversial twist, as it was assumed he was homophobic. Well, you do know what to do. Read those magic words. I can see what's happening. And they don't have a clue. Eminem is misunderstood and is really feeling blue. I keep getting attacked by the media for my lyrics being homophobic. What am I going to do? I'm not homophobic personally, just my lyrics are. Now, Dido is sick and can't perform my song Stand With Me at the 2001 Grammys. This sucks. Wait, I know what I'll do. I'll invite Elton John to sing Stand With Me instead. Then maybe afterwards we can pick up some hot women. I would love to perform with you at the 2001 Grammys, but I can't pick up women with you. I'm gay. Wait, what? Chicka chicka, you're gay? But you sing about electric boobs and Benny and the Jets. No, no. It's electric boots. Boots. Boots, not boobs. Well, electric boots are totally badass. I don't care what your sexuality is. So, will you do the song with me? Sure, I got your backside. Um... Just joking, I got your back. I don't think you're homophobic. I'm not. In fact, for your wedding, I'm going to get you and your husband two diamond-encrusted cock rings on a velvet cushion. Um, thanks? I've done some crazy stuff, but never diamond-encrusted cock ring crazy. You really hope to show that embracing diversity of all people, regardless of sexual orientation, is the right thing to do. I just find it funny that the bloke didn't know I was gay. You know what's not funny? Diamond encrusted cock rings. Can you say ouchie on my willy? I feel that was really supposed to be more of a symbolic gesture than a practical gift. I knew that. I was just kidding. They've gone unused. Okay, if you say so. So while we're on the subject, what about you and your husband, David Furnish? Having kids late in life, oldest Zachary and youngest Elijah, you guys have been through a lot. I was 63 and 65, respectively. It's hard to play horsey at 63 and 65, by the way. Back issues. I was more talking about the documentary Tantrums and Tiaras, the one David filmed during your Made in England tour. What about it? Well, it certainly didn't put you in a good light, did it? It made you look like a selfish and out-of-control diva. 
Plus, the number of outfits in that movie... Geesh, you could outfit the whole state of Rhode Island if Rhode Island was into sparkly pants. Well, lots of people told me I was insane to allow that documentary to be released, but I loved it because uh, it was truthful. There are moments in the film where I'm completely disgusting and awful, but then, at my worst, I was disgusting and awful, and there's no reason to pretend otherwise. Well, lots of people told me I was insane to allow that documentary to be released, but I loved it because it was truthful. There are moments in the film where I'm completely disgusting and awful, but then, at my worst, I was disgusting and awful, and there's no reason to pretend otherwise. Now, by the time the documentary was released, you and David had been together for a little bit, hadn't you? Yes, for about two years. So I fully trusted him and his vision. Although, to be honest, I felt that trust from the moment we met at a dinner party in 1993. Or maybe it was... When we consummated our relationship the following night. Well, you don't waste time, do you? When you know, you know. I would have married him that night if I could have. But alas, we couldn't get married. It was illegal in 1993. In fact, we couldn't even enter a legal partnership until 2005. But on December 21st, 2005, the very same day the Civil Partnership Act began to apply, we were one of the first same-sex couples in the UK to enter a civil partnership. And then finally, when gay marriage was legalized in the UK in 2014, we were married. Wow, that's crazy that you guys had to wait that long in order to get married. Yes, it took less time for me to be knighted than it did for me to get married. Seriously, took maybe 30 minutes to an hour. You know, I was the first openly gay musician to be knighted. We could go and see for ourselves. But one maybe one of those abridged versions you did earlier? You got it. Just say the words, Elton, that will take us back. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind, sitting somewhere alone on the bay. Now the citronella candle will not keep the mosquitoes away. We are here today, tonight, Elton John for his incredible brilliance of substituting the words... Goodbye, Norma Jean. For Goodbye, England's Rose. In this remake of the song, Candle in the Wind. Elton, we didn't know how you did it, or how long it took you, but it's my divine right. Tonight, anyone I so choose. I accept. But what will be my nightly duties? Do I have to answer doors? No! You will never have to answer a door again! No, and I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to sit at the round table and discuss taxes or anything. Nope! Your knighthood is strictly for show! Oh, okay. Do I get armor or anything? Oh, you can if you want. That's up to you. Accessories are extra. Well, then I'm gonna get some armor. And I'm going to bedazzle the hell out of it. I'll be the first knight to joust with a feather boa as a neck guard. Yes, 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 yes. But don't! We don't joust anymore. Sorry! You may have to go to medieval times and see if you can do that sort of rubbish there. Yes, I will be Sir Elton Hercules John of medieval times. Great, 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 great. Now let's move on. Let's see who's on the list. Oh, yes. Anthony Hopkins. Ah, I see you brought a can of fava beans with you. 
Thank you, Mira, for showing me so many things in my past. I've seen some of the best parts of my life and some of the worst. I feel like we have grown close, Elton, you and I. So do I, Mia. But wait, there's one thing you haven't shown me, and it's a pretty important part of my life. Elton, I don't think so. I think I've shown you everything. No, Mia, you haven't. You haven't shown me the day you and I met. Oh, Elton, you're right. No need for magic words this time. Just gaze into my frame. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Hold me closer, Tony Dancer. <laughs> Hold me closer, tiny dancer. <laughs> Your turn, Laura. No. <laughs> Heading out there on the highway. What? I don't know. That's what he sounds like to me. That's Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Had enough of who's the boss today. Mona. Angela. <laughs> Samantha. way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that queen sounded sexy. <laughs> I bet that's how she sounds in real life. <laughs> that's why she's so quiet. That's, yeah. that's why she doesn't talk a whole lot anymore. I don't think you, I could never meet the queen. There's so many rules. When you meet the queen, I would I would mess something up, and they would. Yeah, there there are a lot of things. They would, hate and everybody me. pretty much messes it up when they meet the queen. Just so you know, I don't think anybody's ever actually passed with flying colors on their queen meetings i would plan a kiss right on her forehead oh that would probably get you thrown into jail that would get those guys with the big tall hats send him to the dungeon (laughs) (laughs) old man (laughs) i turned man to a newt i got better thank god for monty python (laughs) when are we doing that episode (laughs) oh Chris and I are going to fight over the women roles. <laughs> no more British episodes. I know there's one slated. Uh, Doctor Who's coming up, but I'm going to have to sit Python. that one out. I can't wait for the Monty, Monty Python. Python episode. Oh, I'm going to have to sit that one out, too. Oh, I'm going to sit here and talk like this the entire time. <laughs> I could play uh, Terry Gillum. There you go. Because he the never quiet talked. One. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Terry? Okay. <laughs> gonna okay. keep drawing. We're going to give Chris a coconut. <laughs> yeah, you could be fancy. <laughs> I actually have those coconuts. Well, my, they're at my mom's, but I have Monty Python coconuts. Oh. That's amazing. Yes, I do. They are carved out and tied together with a husk of a coconut. You know, Ooh. we did a race, Tara and I, a medieval race. Yeah. And she looked at me and said, you're not getting coconuts for the race because I wanted to run this 10-mile race with coconuts. Oh, you should have. Just <laughs> running behind everyone. <laughs> that would have been great. Do you want to tell the story where everybody met John Cleese and Eric Idle, but you? No. <laughs> we, I think I feel like that story has been talked about on the yeah, show. we probably talked about it once or twice. <laughs> well, let's hear what you guys had to say about Elton John uh, on Facebook. Uh, Kiki Joy said, Yellow Brick Road was the my first 8-track. Yes, I said 8-track. I adored every song on it, played it so much, it finally got eaten up by the stereo. Elton John is a prolific and consummate talent. Rocket Man, indeed. Eight, like the number of records. 
Yes. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Not eight records, but eight track. One of the worst forms of media ever produced. If you wanted to hear the song again, you had to drive around or whatever it is <laughs> until it played again. Unless yes. you get really good at folding up paper and putting it in there to make it skip. Or sometimes the song started on one track, <laughs> went, and you waited a couple seconds and then started again on the second track. That was my favorite when they split the songs like that. Um, David said, so yes, I am a fan since my first concert of his July 4th at the Foxborough Stadium, 1976. The Bicentennial with Elton flying into the sold-out stadium in a helicopter. It was shit Florida hot. I was 16 and my mom didn't want me to go, but two seniors invited me. I was a sophomore. I believe the British band Slade opened up along with a few other acts. Run, run away. Oh, sorry. That was Slade. <laughs> Don't Go Breaking My Heart was number one, and he was the hottest thing since the Beatles. He came up from the floor dressed as a silver statue of liberty, torch and all, and we were off. He was like this otherworldly creature then, a god to me and a mystery. Over the many years, 50, 60 concerts, stalking him at hotels, finally meeting him in person, I realized he was just like everyone else with all our insecurities and when he came out as gay. I realized he was even more like me. These days I have grown tired of the hits and don't go to concerts unless it's a special one or he is promoting new material. I love his new stuff now more than the classics, and I also listen to him weekly on the Beats One Rocket Hour where he introduces me to new artists, and at 72, his enthusiasm is evident. He has more energy and more projects, two Broadway-bound shows coming out, a new album in the works, the Rocketman movie he co-produced with his husband, and a three-year world tour. So yes, I think it's going to be a long, long time before this Rocketman retires. So David's not a fan. <laughs> Not at all. But you're also a fan, Laura. He's oh, one probably, of your favorites. Yeah, but I'm I'm not as in depth as David as a fan, but I do like his music. David actually um, was telling me that he's like been in touch with some of the people that were in the script, like the Ray guy. I think he said, and and some other people. So he's a huge Elton John fan. Elton's okay for me. I don't turn him off the radio, but I don't have any one of his eight albums. <laughs> <laughs> I just went with the compilations. Uh, All eight of them? All eight of them. I wonder if The Lion King counts as a solo album. No, because other people sang on it. And neither does Aida. But he did all the stuff. He did all the music. But it couldn't be solo because Nala sung. I don't know her real name. Nala. Uh -huh. And Simba. Matthew and Broderick. Ma <laughs> no, not Matthew Broderick. That's who was Simba. Was it? Yeah. Oh. No, that was Nathan Jonathan Lane. Taylor Thomas. That's the younger one, but Matthew Broderick well, plays the older one. Nathan Lane also sung on the album. That's right. I can hear what's happening. What? You don't have a clue. Who? <laughs> <laughs> no. Bottom no. line. Our trio's down to two. All right. Oh. Phone calls. <laughs> I was a young warthog. Why, when he was a young warthog. Very nice. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Save that for the Lion King episode. <laughs> but we're what? doing Elton John. And that's, I feel like, fitting. Yeah, but he didn't sing any of that. 
That's what I'm saying. That's why it wasn't a solo album. Okay. Point taken. Tonight. All right. First call. Hi. This is Bruder. I don't have anything to say on Elton John. Not really a fan. But I was wondering if JL could read me a bedtime story cat in the hat but read it to me in the voice of Sylvester Stallone (laughs) (laughs) just a request well there's a request for you Jay I'm in (laughs) <laughs> that wasn't the cat in the hat. He asked for the cat in the hat. <laughs> Still not the cat in the hat. No, I think that was the cat. No, in the hat. that wasn't the cat. Uh, that was pop on pop. He's still not reading the right one. I'm reading the right one. No, you need to put down your green eggs and ham. You know what I mean. <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, you know, that's too short. <laughs> no other places will go, you know. I mean, hey. Well. <laughs> One fish, two fish is not short. That's one of the longest ones <laughs> ever. Really it really never ends. <laughs> None of his, you know, you, you start Dr. Seuss, and he's my favorite author, by the way. Um, you start him, and you think it's going to be a short book because it looks like there's only one sentence on each page. But by like the 150th page turn, you realize. It's a long book. There's a jute and a jut and a gack and a smack. And a oh, yeah. He was doing smack. <laughs> I think Sylvester Stallone doing Cat in the Hat would do way better than the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat. Well, that's not mm. hard to do. I don't know. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> Shrek as a cat. It was great. Well, uh, why don't we do our fishbowl facts then? Fishbowl oh, yeah. facts. Now, you can start us off, Laura, since you're nearest the fishbowl. There's a lot of words that makes me sad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think the queen needs to make an appearance <laughs> in Fishbowl Facts. <laughs> All right. Rod Stewart, Freddie Mercury, and Elton John wanted to start a super group called Nose, Teeth, and Hair. A tribute to each of our most remarked about remarked upon physical attributes. I wanted to read that one. Sorry, you told me to go first. Elton John became one of the first major foreign rock acts to perform behind the Iron Curtain. John played a total of eight shows like his albums in Leningrad, which is now St. Petersburg, and Moscow in May 1979. He sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> he does. I know. Is he man? Or is he Muppet? <laughs> yes. He's a Muppet of a man. <laughs> I get the giggles. Uh, Elton John and David Bowie's friendship had a falling out after Bowie referred to him as Rock and Roll's token queen in a Rolling Stone interview. John released four albums in one year. 
four albums <laughs> in <laughs> one year. That's, That's half his career. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's really slacking the rest of it. <laughs> Those albums were Tumbleweed Connection, Friends, the live album, 171170, and Madman Across the Water between October 1970 and November 1971. Let's just say I originally had six written down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought we were doing it by the year. <laughs> so John has named most of his pianos after female singers, including instruments named for Aretha Franklin, Nina Simone, and Diana Krall. A lifelong soccer fan, John became president and later chairman of the Watford Football Club in his hometown during the height of his success in the 1970s and again sporadically throughout the 1990s. I read that like Pete Townsend. (laughs) John has accepted fees in excess of $1 million to be the performer at weddings. In 2010, John performed for radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh's reception. The money earned for these types of events are donated to the Elton John AIDS Foundation the performer's charity devoted to funding and researching treatment for the disease. Do you know they're, they're getting close to to having a cure for AIDS? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they cured yeah. it, but it's not. Yeah, they like don't know one, the long term yet. Yeah, one person so far has been cured, and they're still doing more tests to make sure it's... Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. But if I re- remember reading right, it wasn't like it was like a hard cure. So they need to, I think they still need to perfect the cure, but they did it, but it wasn't yeah. easy. It wasn't no. like just popping a pill and he no. was done. Like there was a lot that led up to that, but he is currently testing negative for AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Unless you want to talk about AIDS more. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Well, I just thought that was an interesting tidbit to put in there. No, it is It is. Elton John yeah, does is. donate a lot of money yeah, to, yeah. to finding a cure for AIDS. So. And hopefully somebody going back one day listening to this episode and in the future be like like they cured that like 10 years ago so yeah yeah thank god we're still relevant in 10 years we will be (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad the magic mirror on the wall told me that (laughs) your song was first released by american rock band three dog night in march 1970 on their third studio album it ain't easy John was an opening act for the band at the time and allowed them to record it. They did not release it as a single as they wanted to to let John, then an upcoming artist, have a go with it. That's cool. Yeah, we listened to it. It's um, it's different but the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. To, like, they didn't put any different twist on it. Or Elton's is still a little bit better. Yeah. But it's very close. The two versions are super close. I don't like this very big piece of paper I have for the last fishbowl facts. No, I'll read it. Okay. I don't like a lot of words, though, so I don't appreciate this. Then it's a good thing you're on a scriptaged uh, podcast. I know, isn't it? Man, I hate reading. That's why Dr. Seuss is my favorite author. (laughs) All 150 pages. Yes. Of Hop on Pop. Ellen was offered the lead in Harold and Maude in 1971. (laughs) But it was on a very big piece of paper. That's, That's the fool you. Harold yeah, I know. Maud. Yeah, I never saw it. Was that know uh, Dustin Hoffman ended up doing no. that? No. Oh no. Who? I think it was an. I don't think it's very popular. It's got a cult like, following. Yeah, it's got a cult following because it's about uh, an older woman and a younger man. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman played Maud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Bud Court. Yeah. No, I have no idea who exactly. that is. Exactly. Just right. think. That could have been Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's revisit the spear. JL Beer Cooler. It's cooler than you think. It's cooler than you think. Yeah. All right. Since it was so long ago since we said the title, what is this beer again? It is Twisted Strawberry Fest from Tampa Bay Brewing Company. It's a fruited ale. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Good. Um, it is not harmful. It is not anything that is crazy good, but it's not bad. Uh, it kind of tastes like a Jolly Rancher that has sat in a glass of water and has kind of lost its flavor. I will give it a three... Because it has no aftertaste, which is always important to me. But it's not super strong on the strawberry or key lime either. Like I said, it's harmless. There's, it's it's not bad, but it's not. it doesn't really have standout flavor either. So three for me. Sabrina? Yeah, it's getting a six for me because I could, I, those would be gone real fast. Um, because there's no, like the aftertaste for me wasn't, it it was like nothing, really. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of like, strong flavor, right? But it goes down real easy for me. Um, yeah, it does. Hey. Um, so for me, it would be a six. But if I was going for like a, a beer or an ale for like quality, it'd probably be like a four. Um, but for drinkability, I mean, I'd be done with six and then I'd be like, all right, what else is there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it went down pretty smooth, uh, but it's as far as uh, flavor goes, it's it's not real strong like Chris said. Uh, it's not you get a little bit of of strawberry. I didn't really catch a whole lot of lime on there, but uh, yeah, I'd drink it. I'd buy it. I'd consume it all day long. All right, Laura. Well, I don't know if I'd buy it, but if it was given to me, I could drink it. Because they're, yeah, they're, it's not really a strong flavor of anything. Not even, mm-hmm. not even a beer strong flavor. You do get a slight hint of strawberry. I wouldn't even go to the extreme of a watered down Jolly Rancher. It's less than that. It's, I was creating a visual. I understand, but yeah. like, it's still too strong of a visual. Like, <laughs> it's like maybe you smelled the strawberry while drinking water. Like, that's, <laughs> and you're like, maybe there's strawberry in this. No, it's sitting on the table. Um, cause it didn't make it in my drink. Um, but I would, I would, I would rate it a four cause I could drink it. Um, I wouldn't go crazy and down six of them like Sabrina, but I'm pretty crazy. Yeah. Like I could drink four of these if it was the drink of choice in the room. So yeah, it's pretty harmless. I didn't need to chase it with highlight the official beer of podcast 42. <laughs> um, I also did not even need to chase it with. My sweet tea, the official drink of Laura, because um, it was it was pretty harmless. Like you could just drink it, and you don't need anything because there's no flavor. All right, beer master. You know, the first sip I thought was a little rough because all I got was like a sour taste at the end. But after a while, you get the little. I like the little strawberry sweetness at the beginning, and then the sour kicks in. So I think it's good. It's very smooth. I think the first sip actually caught me by surprise. I was expecting a little, you know, something a little more. But drinkability-wise, very smooth. 
can easily down six of them, like Sabrina said. But flavor wise, I got to rate it a four because it just it was good. But I'd like more from the flavor. Yeah. I didn't say we could split three, four packs. Yeah. You could split three, four packs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's going to take eight. Oh, I'm taking eight. I mean, I'll do it. She's really taking eight. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go get myself a four pack. Sabrina's getting the rest because, you know, she's still going to be thirsty after those six. That's true. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. No, I'd give it a four. It's good. I just think it needs a little something more. I don't know if it needs more of the strawberry or needs more of the lime. It's... It's just nice, though. You get the sweetness and then the sour at the end. It so, But no needs, aftertaste. It almost needs more beer flavor. It might, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it really need something. more beer flavor to it. Yeah. It was surprisingly lack of beer flavor. But it's still a very good beer. What was the yeah. ABV? Did we ever... There's, no, it's not it's on, not on here. I kept looking for it. I've been looking for it this entire time. And oh, I found it. It's 100%. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I want to see you drink those six nails, was, Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> Done. It was canned in February of this year, though. So it's fresh, it's watered fresh down strawberry. Watered down strawberry. No, it's not even watered down strawberry. It's strawberry sitting on the table while you drink water. <laughs> like you can smell it from a distance. Yeah, it's a ripe strawberry sitting on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, strawberries. Well, after that sip, Laura, can you uh, help us? It's pay a five percent ABV. Oh, okay. Okay. That's. Wow, that's it. That's it. Which is actually above what a normal beer is. A normal beer is usually like a 4.2 to 4.5. Oh, okay. It's a lot higher than a Schaffenhofer. That's a 2.8. Really? That's it? Yeah. It's hmm. mostly seltzer. Mm. And that's what you hated the other day in Germany. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't. I'd probably never get it again. Yeah, it's gross. I don't like it. I enjoy it. I got a pink grapefruit one. Pink grapefruit? One? No, it's regular grape. Oh, the okay. grapefruit. The normal. Offer. Yeah, okay. the regular. Okay. What know. everybody can get everywhere. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Schaffenhofer like beer. I like grapefruit. Beer. Did you have the lemon one that one year when they had it at Food and Wine? No. Yeah, they only had it one year, and I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Yeah, that one was good. Okay, who do you think Elton John uses to buy tickets to an Elton John concert? Well, no one, because that's just a weird setup. Who can you who can you use to buy tickets to an Elton John concert? Seat Giant, of course. Not only Elton John tickets, but tickets to sports ball, Broadway shows, comedians, and rock and roll peoples. Seat Giant has the best tickets to the best things at the best prices. Seat Giant also has great customer service. And you can use the code PODCAST42, that's PODCAST42, one word, at checkout to save even more money on already great deals. Just visit SeatGiant.com in the U.S. or SeatGiant.ca if you are from Canada. There's another one. (laughs) It's a lot of words, guys. (laughs) I shortened them down, actually. I know, but there's still so many if I ever buy you a greeting card, guys, it's only going to have like three words on the inside. And that's either happy birthday or I miss you or get well. All right. So two words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going to sign my name. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Make it three. Okay. So on the I miss you cards. There's no name. No, there. no name. I just <laughs> give it to you. you. It's from me. You should just know. Did you know that you can actually get paid for just listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's true. We just discovered this free new app called PodCoin. 
and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to a podcast and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks, or you could even donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Is that it? I feel like it should be. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, there's more. There was more. All right, fine. I'll tell you how it works. All right. How does it work, Laura? (laughs) Well, here's what you do. You got a hole in the box. (laughs) (laughs) Step one. Step one. You get a box. Okay. So you download the app right now on your iPhone or Android. And I have a special code just for you. Simply use our code podcast42. That's one word with the numbers 42. And you'll get 300 podcoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of us out there, nope, enough of us on there, because <laughs> we're pretty out there as it is, you can get a cappuccino or a frappuccino at Starbucks because they don't call them cappuccinos. Whatever. Or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and listen to this podcast or any other boring podcast you'd like on PodCoin and sign up with our code PODCAST42. Wait a minute. First of all, <laughs> first I off, all your work. I know, but first off, you chose you chose to omit the most important part of it. What was that? Which is how we get paid for it by our special code. I said use our special code, but you didn't want to read that part. But I said it, and then you added the word "boring." <laughs> No, that was written on there. That's not written on I there. I totally read what was written. I feel like we need to leave the room while mommy and daddy fight. <laughs> I'm just going to choose to any, look the other I direction. I said listen to our podcast or any other boring podcast. So I did not say our podcast was boring. I know. But you said any other boring but we yeah, have because all the other boring, except for the Podfix Network podcast. <laughs> okay, they're pretty cool. All the Chris's are pretty awesome. There is a uh, Gravity Beard <laughs> <laughs> and two kicks on a bench. I don't know. <laughs> Not two kids on a bench. Two girls chicks. on a bench. I said chicks. Okay. Yeah. Close enough. That would be awesome if you listen to them. There's actually more uh, added to uh, Podfix Network. There's it's not Rocket Surgery. It's just join the network and the Podcast Discovery Show, which reviews podcasts. Which is a good thing you're not on it because all your <laughs> reviews would be it's boring. Are there a lot of words? I haven't been this excited I, listening to her reviews since the episodes that I listened to where Keely guest starred and she said, I give this beer a six. I'm drunk. <laughs> but here's the best part is that it literally wasn't even a rating. It was literally just reading words on a page. So you're literally saying that it literally was just her literally, literally saying. saying. Laura's complaining about an audio format being too much words. There's a lot of words. How come I'm not getting pictures out of this speaker? Seriously. Oh, my god. I don't understand. If there was more pictures, it would be cool. This is why the Pink Floyd show is the number one downloaded word out there. It's because everybody's looking for a laser light show to come out of their speaker. Right? 
Oh, look, there's Roger Waters' Inflatable Pig. It just came out of my iPhone that I was listening to this on. <laughs> See, that's why. That's only available on Patreon, so you should subscribe. That is, that is a Spreaker-only thing. It is a Spreaker-only thing. Patreon only. Anyways, so the Patreon fix. <laughs> the Podfix Network isn't boring. You can listen to those with our code PODCAST42. Okay, well. This is why I drink. <laughs> Sabrina, do you want to list off all the boring places that... <laughs> You can, you can find us or contact us or listen to us. But or, could you do it in visual form so done. that there's not a lot of words? Could you do it in meme form so Laura stays awake? <laughs> did you get that one, Laura? Yes, I did. Thanks. Excellent. <laughs> See, this is why I listen. I give I Laura money. money, so now she'll just stop. <laughs> Shoot us all it takes. Yeah, all the money, and I will stop, guys. Just got paid Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would like to be bored out of your mind, you can find <laughs> us. No, we weren't boring, guys. It was the other one. Oh, okay. like I'm sorry, the I wasn't ones. listening. Yeah, I got bored. Uh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of words, I'm telling you. If you enjoy a lot of memes and not so many words, (laughs) then you should probably (laughs) join. You know, we've got a lot of support from a lot of different podcasts who you now all call boring. (laughs) No, not theirs. Oh, okay. You're not theirs. Friends of Podcast 42 are not boring. Friends of Podcast 42, you're cool. All the others, Laura says you're boring. (laughs) You're cool. You're cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's not how that goes there's only one year we, cool. oh, yeah, that's true. we will adjust our rating sister system later on our Facebook group the official podcast 42 Facebook page uh, where there are not as many words and a whole lot more memes to be found <laughs> just so everyone knows I like that page because <laughs> it's not boring she doesn't post on it but she, she likes it she mm. likes it I do like it yes uh, you can also email us at podcast42show at gmail.com. That's podcast42, numerically, not alphanumerically, show, at gmail.com. We do take uh, a look at those lovely emails. Uh, we generally read them during our supplemental shows uh, and answer all of those fun questions. Uh, and those shows can be found when you subscribe to Patreon. Yes. Speaking of Patreon, uh, we're on there, all of our... Uh, all of our shows unedited, to which you'll get a lot of fun, especially this show. Um, will be There'll be a lot of fun outtakes, a lot of fun moments. You can find those on Patreon. We would love to have you uh, come and join us on there. Um, use the support. Um, so hit us up on there. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Spreaker, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, PodCoin, um, we're all part of, uh, you can find us all on those. Uh, we especially enjoy it if you like to listen to us on Spotify and Spreaker as those pay us. And we like money. Um, we're our, bored by money. Yes, we're bored oh by money. Oh my goodness. Please bore us. Bore us all the time. <laughs> our, <laughs> our website is podcast42show.wordpress.com. Uh, that's podcast42. Once again, uh, numerically and not alphanumerically show dot wordpress dot com it has all of our episodes on there a beer guide 
um, our ratings, uh, just the show episode listing, a little bit what we're about, all that good stuff if you want to get a breakdown of everything. And then, of course, we are part of the Podfix Network, which none of those shows on there are boring. None of them. <laughs> They're all fantastic. They're all fantastic. Very exciting shows. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't be a part of the network because that would be too boring for us. And we're not a boring podcast. Although, Sabrina, you're saying a lot of words right now. <laughs> I like to talk a lot. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I think that's it, right? Oh. Did you, that's it? Yeah. Did you do the phone number? I wasn't listening. Oh, I got no. bored. No, because <laughs> she said too many words. I said too many words. Laura's asleep over there. <laughs> She's now talking in her sleep. Our phone number has changed just in case you missed it and you've put it in your phone wrong. It is now 321-285-5512. Please call us. As much as we enjoy, uh, Bruder, yes, um, <laughs> we would also love to hear your voice because he's getting a little boring. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. And I'm done with my words. All right. Well, that's words, it. Words, words. Elton John's in the can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, taking a dump. Please use a flush sound effect right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I took that the wrong way. <laughs> Who are you guys? Oh, don't you start us off? Okay, I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. I'm still John Lennon. <laughs> I'm Sleepy Laura. Bye. <laughs> Stay Bye. fresh, cheese bags. All celebrity voices have been impersonated poorly. All conversations may or may not be 100% accurate as well. We have attempted to provide you with the facts as best to our knowledge with the help of a case of fear, some old man that tells stories down by the river, Wikipedia, and old homemade YouTube documentaries. Do not use anything you heard in this show to write a book report with. You will get a bad grade. A really 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 bad grade. Just like all of our hosts did when they were in school. Music was provided by Kramo. You can find more of his tunes at Kramo.com. This has been a Podcast 42 production. I didn't have time to change, sorry. Um, <laughs> you just I, left the house. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you look lovely. <laughs>
looking over at Elton's uh, outfit, and the, just there's every inch of you has another amazing moment. Right here, the crown. Down the leg, the golden, the golden bedazzlement. But then the shoes, I just shoes. realized. The man Sorry. who made the shoes is in the audience. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Where's the Patrick Cox is one of the greatest shoemakers in the world, no, and he was. Have you ever heard of the wannabe shoe? Oh, it, no, yeah. no, no, no. But well, it was a huge shoe, and Patrick invented it, and he's made almost eight shoes, and he's a great cobbler. Also, Cox is one of my favourite words. <laughs> <laughs> You are a proper Elton John fan. I am. It, it's actually, from the beginning, I've been uh, uh, obsessed. I kind of wish I was Elton John. <laughs> like that, sing like that. But no, what, I read in an interview where the, the whole interview, they kept asking you questions, and all you could do was sing an Elton John song that you couldn't remember. Well, I, there, I, I have a trouble remembering lyrics just in general. I remember jams, I remember the tunes. Right. But do you remember the one with, that you did that goes like, it's just you singing and piano, and I was like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Wait, this part. Right, go on. I'm sorry, so, with the one I did just on, take me to the front. Oh, yeah. Gotcha now. Take me to the pilot. So there you go. good. Hey, there you go. This guy is, is Great. I mean, you've all seen School of Rock anyway, but I mean, this guy's a real music guy, so I love him. You know? Oh, excellent. Take me to the pilot, bleed me on the I want to get to the hook. Now, here's the thing. Jack Black, you've just got back from, uh, is it Korea you were in? I was in Korea and China, yeah. We were doing Kung Fu Panda. We were doing Kung Fu Panda promotion, yeah. Because it does seem odd because it's a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah. It's not my voice. They got a Chinese person doing the voice. It's not my face. It's a cartoon. Why am I there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, because they... I think it helps to have a bona fide Hollywood legend there. <laughs> and then I do a high five to the Chinese actor and I pass the torch and I don't know why I'm there. <laughs> but, uh, it was a fun trip. <laughs> <laughs> have your have your children seen Kung Fu Panda? I went to the first one. I took my godsons, David, uh, Brooklyn Beckham, um, and all the Beckham boys. We went to the Cinerama Dome in Hollywood uh, on Sunset Boulevard, and we had a blast. And they were in the back of the car. Um, there's Romeo, Cruz, and Brooklyn. Um, and they said, Uncle Elton. I said, yes. <laughs> you write songs, don't you? And I went, yeah. He said, sing us one. <laughs> I said, what do you do? And so I just, I sang, you wrote The Lion King. Oh, that's great. So sing a circle of life then. So <laughs> they, it was fantastic. And the film was great. And, and it was just a great experience. It's a, such a fun movie.